Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, this is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. A rivalry in the North. The Minnesota Vikings taking on the Green Bay Packers. And since Minnesota beat San Francisco on Monday Night Football, I guess that's really the reason they're favored on the road here at minus one with a 43 and a half over under. I did not have any good trends as far as betting goes in this game. This is one that I look at and I say, hey, this could go either way. So I'm yeah. not betting anything on this game in particular. As far as the injury report goes, we got Christian Watson who does not sound like he's going to play this week. We'll ask Brian Scott of the Angelus podcast tomorrow when he comes on this show at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, so make sure you you watch out for that. Uh, but uh, it's not sounding good for Christian Watson. And Luke Musgrave sounds very 50-50 for him, dealing with the ankle injury as well, being in a cast himself. So those are the two injuries we got to look out for. Jordan Love, look, I just, I said this before, <laughs> the NFL play of Jordan Love could not, Stain the fantasy output that he had been getting. Uh, ECR's got him at 13. I got him at 16. I'm, I'm just, I don't want to take that chance right now against Minnesota myself. So I'm not trying to play him. Kirk Cousins, he becomes my QB 11. Uh, so he has to be a QB one. I still don't love it without having Jefferson there, but the Packers have, and Chase, you know this, the Packers have like seven guys that are possibly going to be out on that defensive side of the ball. He did just light up the San Francisco 49ers, albeit at home, this game being on the road. But right now, I, I find a hard press. You're going to find 12 better options than Kirk Cousins. You see the quarterbacks the same way. Yeah, I mean, the Packers just put starting safety Darnell Savage. They just put one of their in my opinion, one of their top three cornerbacks in, in Eric Stokes that went back on IR. So, I mean, they're, they're hurting in that backfield unit right now. And I mean, yeah, I have, after what they showed or more aptly didn't show last week against Denver, remember I said, I mean, if there was a week that it was going to happen, it had to be this week for, for the Green Bay Packers. I mean, facing a get right defense in literally every way, shape and form against Denver uh, this week against the Vikings. Not a ton more difficult. I mean, Minnesota hasn't shown, shown a ton against, you know, opposing fantasy players, but I mean, I just have no confidence right now in this offense to, to do anything and get anything rolling. Um, but yeah, I agree with you with, in terms of cousins with the backfield hurting, like it is in green Bay, he's, he's performed. He's just all he's done all year is perform. He, he played a great game under the lights at night against I know. one of the top two defenses in the whole league. I know you watched it. I watched it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I, I, I can't, I, it doesn't shock me at all that they're, that they're favored in this game because the Packers haven't shown anything to make anyone believe in anything yet until they, until they show otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if I'd I'd be, be, I wouldn't bet anything on this game, but I'd be betting against them in terms of. Well, I, I, again, I don't have the value for this game, but I was actually going to say the opposite I, in this situation, 
because the Vikings are coming off a big win, a big emotional win on a short week on the road, it actually favors the Green Bay Packers to take them outright in this game. But because the Packers have not been very impressive, it's hard to take <laughs> right. them too. So that, that's kind of where it boils down to. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's killing me in my rankings because – I look at Aaron Jones, and if he's supposed to play, then I have to project that he's going to play like an Aaron Jones would play. And if an Aaron right. Jones would play, you got to project him as an RB too. And then like, I'm gonna team this week, he did not practice today, so he's another one I'm going to be adding onto my injured list for Brian Scott tomorrow. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. Uh, you know, th- no one seemed overly concerned about Aaron Jones not practicing today, but clearly it was still on a snap count last week. So we'll be keeping our eyes on. That obviously that would affect AJ Dillon's ranking depending upon what happens there. Now let's dive into what the hell happened with the Minnesota Vikings backfield. <laughs> so Alexander Madison comes out 12 of 13 offensive snaps right off the rip. And then we never see him again. It's Cam Akers. There wasn't really an injury reported for Alexander Madison. So no one seems to think that was exactly the issue. We've all, I think all of us on this panel here have thought that Cam Akers looked better than Madison anyway. But the second we thought that, we had what was it last week week six where madison had 25 opportunities and cam Akers barely even on the field so nobody knows what's going on with the minnesota viking backfield right now and as a result it's a little hard to rank i have madison at 26 ecr's got him at 21 i think the volatility of the situation means he should be a flex play not somebody you're plugging in as a top 24 starter as a running back uh but either way it's hard to know exactly what the vikings are going to do here chris how do you see this now we got you back yeah, I mean, outside the Carolina game, Madison hasn't really produced against you know defenses that have been against a run all season as it has it been, even getting most of the majority of the touches you talked about. So now you have a split. You even had Chandler in there for a couple of plays. So I, I think this is something to keep your eye on. I do think the Vikings are looking for a spark. I think you know they, they kind of had all, all hands on deck versus the 49ers, I maybe mean, as part of it. But I also think to your point, you know, Madison's been very unimpressive, surprise, surprise. Um, and he hasn't really been, you know, showed that explosiveness. And I think that you see other guys kind of been at, the, been at his heels. Yeah. Um, Cam Akers, by the way, I'm like 20 spots ahead of ECR because I'm actually projecting this to be a little bit more of a timeshare. What we saw on Monday night, not going back to what we saw a couple weeks ago. So that's all that's about. Jordan Addison, love him. I got him as a top 24 play, seven spots higher than the ECR. I don't know how you have him as a wide receiver three after that performance on Monday night. Where you got him at, Chase? Uh, I'm sorry, which I'm Jordan Addison. Yeah, no, I, I, I've got him 17. I, I, part of that is my, that's part of that's my pessimism about the freaking Packers. I'm just, I hate my team. I hate my own team. You're going to go up more further. (laughs) Well, and, and like I said, they're hurting in that defensive backfield right now. They're, they're mixing and matching right now, trying to figure out what their best foursome is going to be back there right now. And, uh, I mean, and Addison, Addison actually could have had a better game than he even did. Uh, yeah, Monday night against against San Francisco. I mean, there were a couple of misses there that that could have made that a gigantic game for him. Um, so I like what they've been doing with him. I mean, I, I he hasn't he hasn't been the one for one plug for you know for Justin Jefferson. But who the hell's going to be? It's Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver in the game. Um, but he has stepped into that number one role. I do feel for them. Finally, he's, he's, he's there. They're using him as such. And I think he has the ability to run with that until Jefferson gets back. He's not going to be Justin Jefferson, but no one is. And if he's going to play like that against a, uh, hodgepodge mix match defensive backfield in a big game, big rivalry game. And the Vikings always come to play against green Bay. Yeah. I, I like Addison this week as a, as a, as a nice mid range 
wide receiver too. If they feature him the way you would expect him to, there's no reason why he's not Puka Nakua plus. So I'm just I'm just gonna put that out there right there. So absolutely. We, everybody said it coming into the draft. His his yeah. talent. I mean, we all knew we all knew his talent coming into the draft. It was just that first week without Jefferson, they didn't put him right in that role right away, which was a little confusing, but they did do it this past week. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, I had him at 39. He will move up as soon as we get some confirmation on the Christian Watson. He'll probably slide into my top 36 once we know for sure that Watson is, in fact, going to be out and it is trending in that direction. Those are different uh, news today for Watson because he did practice. That's not what I saw. No, Watson practiced in full today. I'm that's I don't you might have got the wrong Watson because Christian Watson people are talking about him having a possibility of an MCL tear uh, right now so that's that's uh, unless there's something completely uh, different. Uh, two hours ago two hours ago okay hold we'll on here we'll, we'll get the latest update the report I saw this morning is that there was medical people worried that he had an MCL tear that, that was that was the last thing I had saw so if he practiced today, obviously that's completely different, and that report was wrong, and we're on something else. So we'll, yeah, we'll, no, they got they got good news on him today. That's what I'm seeing reported a couple different outlets, but that's uh, yeah, with two hours ago, that, that's news to me as well, and I follow the team, so good. But no, good. good by you, Chris. Good job. Wait, see the uh, a final injury report. I, yeah, I'll be if he plays, I would move him up, but. If he, I mean, if he doesn't, yeah, right now I have him at wide receiver 40. I, I don't know if I would move him up that much further, to be honest. Jordan Love's not playing well. He's not targeting him down the field. Unless Christian Watson gets in the end zone, he doesn't get enough volume to give you a floor, I think, to even be a flex play even then. So I, I might not. Jaden Reed would be my guy. If if Musgrave and Watson are both out, Jaden Reed would jump for me. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed with that, uh, especially with Musgrave potentially being out himself. I, now, the last report I got on Musgrave was that he wasn't practicing and he was in a boot. Chris, did you get something else? Mus- <laughs> Musgrave's not, he probably, he's trending towards not playing. Um, but I just knew that they had talked about Watson today and they were talking about he's going to play. And Aaron Jones is just getting, he's, it's cautionary for Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is fine. I'm just making sure rest day, yeah. he isn't re, well, not so much resting, just making sure he doesn't re aggravate that. He's, uh, you know, the hamstring, still not 100%. Yeah, he came out. He said he's sore, so they're just making sure he's good to go. But still, that that doesn't leave you a good feeling when he's on a limited snap count to still be sore. So it's Aaron Jones feels like to me like a reaggravation issue. Again, I'll talk to Brian Scott more about that tomorrow. T.J. Hawkinson, obviously, you're playing him. We'll get into our next matchup and introduce 